Just say, look at how the time goes. Okay, now say that again. I'm going to suck on this while we talk. You know, up until now, my (laughs) podcast has been so clean and ethical. Uh, Well, welcome everybody to this filthy episode of the Coming Home Podcast (laughs) with John Allen. I am your quite humble host, John Allen, and that is my uh, potty mouth potty mouth wife, Snoopy, who said what she said. We are sitting out uh, on the porch. Um, this is about as normal as it can get, background noise included. <laughs> With the babies crying. Gosh, I'm so glad I'm done with that. Aren't you? You know what? I miss I miss it. I miss those two oh, when they were little. Kidding me. No. You gonna be kidding no. me. <laughs> Do you, you miss that? That year that I had with our daughter was the best one of the best years of my life. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. I miss it. Yeah, but that you only had one to take care of. So, and? I had two when I was home. Well, then why and I had so, to take care of you well, as well. Why can't it just be that I'm the better parent? Mm, I don't think so. Because I, <laughs> I had four babies. <laughs> two little ones and one big one that counts like two. Oh, boy. You're just loving yourself, oh aren't you? <laughs> you know, I bring... <laughs> <laughs> I bring in guests because I think they can add something to my podcast. Oh my gosh, you know I'm slap happy. You, yeah, I'll slap <laughs> some happy into it. All right. <laughs> you come in with potty mouth comments and uh, yeah. Why is I wish you weren't mean? so camera shy. I want to take a picture of you to post for the promo um, for this. You know I don't do that. Everybody, That's she's got that she's that. got uh, strawberry blonde mm-hmm. hair, long ponytail halfway down her back. A red New York Yankees baseball cap on, headphones, a pink, of course it's pink, a pink lollipop, and, um, and, and fluorescent orange ankle socks propped up on, uh, on the gate on our, on our porch. And sweaty as can be, after walking one hour up the hills and up in the woods and training for what? 45 minutes or whatever. You had that booty sweat action going on. Did you know that? The what? Booty sweat. What's that? You know what a booty is, right? Yes. And you know what sweat is, right? Yes. You had booty sweat when you came in. Um, how do you know? Come on now. You know where my eyes gravitate to? Hmm. Yeah. Male, male pig that I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's beautiful out today. It is. It's a it's great, hot. great summer day. It's uh, it's, it's seventy eight point eight degrees Fahrenheit, which is really not that hot, but it's hot for us. It's hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot. Beautiful. It's like it's like uncomfortable hot if you're actually out in the sun, uh, baking. But sitting down and relaxing and chilling in the shade, it's perfect. Yep. There's a nice breeze. You can probably probably hear it whistling through the through the porch area here. Um, it's a good summer day. Yeah, it was... Um, We're not going to have too many more of these, you know. I know. Up in the woods there, that lake, there was tons of people up there. So, uh, people are enjoying the last few summer days before school start. Um, and I wish our daughter could have <laughs> done that too, but... Done what? Enjoyed the the lake or the fjord today where she was supposed to go. And And I um, took the wrong bus. (laughs) Knuckleheads. Oh, my gosh. Poor thing. Well, Well, was she upset or did she laugh it off? She kind of laughed it off. And then uh, she said, what are they? They ended up like way on the other side of the (laughs) district. Not even close to where they were supposed to be. It's not like she missed a stop. She took the wrong bus. And she doing was, taking the wrong bus in Norway is not like, you know, like if you're in New York City and you go, you know, a couple of blocks away, you're like on the other side of the doggone district. She, she was going <laughs> north towards Oslo. She was supposed to go south. Well, oh, well. 
she learned get, something, I guess. Yeah, and we don't have to worry about. I don't know. I guess I'm just glad we don't have to worry about the the things that kids can be exposed to back in the states. Like what? You take the bus in some cities to the wrong neighborhood and you're in trouble. Oh yeah. I don't know where that occurs around here. No, not really. I mean, there's areas where there's fighting and and stuff like that. It's it's. Uh, you wish the kids knew. Uh, you wish they would have taken their their kickboxing a little more serious. Oh yeah, absolutely. And why is that? So I could kick somebody's. Mm. Yeah, but what if they got that chump gene that you got, where they're just? Oh not come very- on! I don't have a chump gene. <laughs> you, um, Miss Reese. Did not see me. Oh, there you go. Just put my last name out mm-hmm. there for these maniacs to figure out where I am and who I am. Look at you. Yeah, go on. Anyway. Anyway, ahead. I'll kick their butt if they come here. Don't see, worry. I'll take see, care of you. You got that chump yeah. gene where... Chump gene. You, 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 I don't oh, know. It's a combination of being a chump but not hey, realizing listen. that you are a chump. I had to fight my way up. Physically fight my way up. Growing up with only boys... Um, Fighting through uh, up until I started school, fighting through school, and keep on fighting. Yeah. Is that why you're so aggressive now? <laughs> you, you think <laughs> I'm aggressive now? Mm-hmm. Really? You've calmed down a lot. Oh my gosh, a lot. People don't even recognize me. I made funny to you the other day on uh, yesterday's podcast. Well, I told him I had to go because you were getting ready to leave, and I needed to hug you before you walked out the door. Because if I didn't calm you down before you went out in public, you would hurt people. Oh my gosh! No, you, that that's not. I, we make it sound worse than what it really is. I'm not. I'm. I'm really no, calm. She's. She and is, I, she's yeah. I, I tease. I tease. Yeah. But you have calmed down since. We, oh yeah. Compared oh, to when we first oh. met, you were very aggressive. No. Sure, you were. Absolutely. No. Come on now. But that's because you didn't know me when I was sixteen. Thank goodness. I don't think I'd have liked you. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You didn't know any black guys back then, though, so who knows how you would have reacted to me. Hmm. Hmm. Remember I always told you about that that guy? Yeah, and didn't you show me a picture of him, and he wasn't even black. <laughs> but yes, you. What was. kind of a memory is that? <laughs> okay, everybody. She told me for years about this black guy that she went to school with, back in I don't know junior high, high school, and finally she found you. You, you found a picture of him. I don't know where you found on that. Facebook. I did That's a search. Right, yeah. did a search. For, we searched on this father found him on and all Facebook, that. and I thought, has she been joking with me for the last twenty years? Because this guy ain't black. But see, I can't. I don't understand that. Because his skin, when when we grew up, oh, was brown. Yeah, and but he brown had curly compared to hair. what? And curly compared to what? He had curly hair. He was brown, and he was so handsome. So you don't think he could have been Gabe Kaplan from the show Welcome Back, Cotter? The what? Never no, heard about Ameri- that. That's an American reference. Mm. Gabe Kaplan, I do believe he was a Jewish guy, but he had dark curly hair, and he was kind of brown-skinned. Mm. So you would automatically say he's black? Uh, I guess not. Exactly, hmm. but but that. Uh, I, but I'm, then I, again, it's, yeah. it is interesting that you really you 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 thought he was a black oh, guy. No, I, I. He was mixed, you know. With what? Another white person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, his. I knew his father was white because I knew his father. His but, mother could have been from somewhere around the Mediterranean. Yeah, possibly. Okay. From the oh. picture. Yeah. Well, maybe, Aren't you know, you in Africa. Him? No, he doesn't know me. He, he, didn't re- he didn't look at me. He had all these pretty girls hanging around him. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. I had so much I could say, but you've already put the filth into this podcast. I'm trying to tone it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I remember the first time I saw a black man. Yeah? Yep. I remember it as it was yesterday. I don't think I had started school. It was in the 70s, early 70s. 
and um, my dad and I was in town. You know, we had to dress up to go to town. We couldn't just wear our normal clothes anyway. So walking down Bragnes, uh, or I mean, uh, on Bragnes side, and that's and this another part of town for those of you who. Right. Oops. You're speaking to an international audience. Well, yeah, that's there, right. Maybe. Yeah. Forgot about that. Anyway, where the shops are. Keep underestimating me. Uh, and um, <laughs> and I remember I was holding my dad's hand. I, I, I just had to suck on this ice cream. Hold on. See, you know, mm. there's kids listening to this, okay? What mm. is running? Anyway. That's the, that doesn't make it sound better, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm telling a story, okay? Preach, girl. Go yeah. on. So holding my dad's hand. Walking down the street, and I stopped, and I told my dad, "Look!" And I pointed. He is brown. And this and was I, what nineteen seventy. Mm, How old were you? Do you think I was uh, probably around five? Okay. Yeah. Middle seventies. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I saw a black guy, and I, I just you know I only seen pictures, drawings basically. Uh, of black people back then, and uh, I was fascinated. And you guys had like the real caricatures, yeah. You know, with yep. the with the, with the bo- bone. bone in the hair through mm. the nose, and and the big red lips yep. covering half the face. Yeah, and and uh, they always called uh, what there was a bum like bumbo or something. You know, the sambo, sambo. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's that was always the name of the black person in in uh, in these uh, songs and whatnot. So anyway, my dad pulled me, oh, come, 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 come on, come on, you know, and I was like fascinated, but I, of course. Was he embarrassed because you were staring or something? Probably, yeah, <clears throat> you know. But see, that's interesting because that is your, it's, it's, it, you have, you have a totally different perspective on race and, and skin color than, you know, it, it goes back to that old classmate of mine, this, this woman who said, uh. Some years ago when we reconnected on Facebook and she said, yeah, I always knew you would marry a white woman. And I told her, I didn't marry a white woman. I, kn- I married a Norwegian woman. Huh. Oh, no, she, I, I always knew you'd marry a white girl, she said, a white girl. I said, no, you're a white girl. My wife is a Norwegian woman. There's a big difference, big difference. And it has to do with perspective. It has to do with, with, uh, with uh, background. Um, How? Well... <clears throat> I don't think that you guys have, when when you think of a black guy, you're not necessarily, well, now you're thinking of an American because of who you're married to. But Mm -hmm. before you met me, you probably didn't think of an American, a black American. You were just thinking of black guys, most likely with an African reference, because that's what you were used to. That was that unknown exotic that you guys grew up with. Well, to begin with, that's true. But once we get more TV channels, you know, in the middle 80s, late 80s, uh, we got to watch more um, TV from uh, from uh, Hollywood, the States. And um, there was Denzel, you know. Yeah, but even so... Your fir- I, I think it's rather meaningful when your first impression or your first image or your first uh, <laughs> sighting, <laughs> if you will, was, was not of a black American, but oh. of a black, most likely African, because it's a totally different reference point. It's a totally different background. Yeah, but I didn't know that back then. You know, I'm, it's not like I talked with him. But it's not about not knowing about that, but, you know, when you would see them, when you would talk with them, if you dared to. I <laughs> never it did. Would be, it would, you never dared to? No, I, no, I never talked oh. with them. I never talked with black people. Where would I meet them, really? Mm. You know, there wasn't any. It was that one guy at, at school. Who wasn't even black. <laughs> As it turns out, wasn't even black. So, anyway, when I moved to, when I got older and I moved to to the city, um, 
I um, I met a girl, a black girl, actually at the gym. Very nice. And where was this? Uh, at the gym. Here in the, here in town, in the city. Why am I getting all this feedback from your mic? I don't know. You don't hear like a buzzing when I talk or a hissing. No. Oh yeah, a little. Um, okay, we'll just let it be what it is. We're yeah. outdoors. It's windy. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> so you saw a black girl where? Yeah, at the gym. Yeah, I met her at the gym. In New York. In New York, here in Norway. Oh yeah, Norway. Why did I say New York? I don't know. <laughs> I said the city, and I guess you told. Oh, you said the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, she was from. Um, I don't remember, but I think it was Kenya. Mississippi. Oh yeah. Okay. Kenya. Kenya. I think she she was a refugee anyway. She had been, uh, they had been, uh, she told me the story. They had been running. She had come home from school. Her father had met her and her brother and picked them up before they reached the house and ran. And, and the mother was left mm. behind. Uh, it could have been Somalia. And then they ran over to Kenya. That's probably what it was. Uh, and then uh, eventually they ended up in Norway. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, she did not live with her father. She lived with her brother and she took care of him. She was, what, 17? She had... Um, uh, she would get up super early, like four o'clock in the morning uh, and do the do her newspaper round <clears throat> and I think I think she had two newspaper rounds and then she would uh, go to school and then uh, in the after, uh, afternoons and even and the weekend she would uh, sew because she was she was uh, good she was very good at sewing and sell that to make money so that uh, yeah. she and her brother could uh, have some food on the table. Hard working. So, yeah. Very nice. So that was... Uh, so that was your first time meeting a black woman. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, to really get to know somebody. Yeah. yeah. And I was... Well, I was driving a car. It was 94. 93, 94. Yeah. Yeah. So... So that's how that is, anyway. There's still not a lot of, <clears throat> there's still not a lot of, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I listen to Norwegians who, who rant and rave about losing their culture, about losing their culture here. Um, you know, losing their culture because there's so many immigrants. I just don't see it. I don't see that there's, uh, okay, in our city, yeah, there's a there's a, a large number of of immigrants, and of course in Oslo, but in the country as a whole, I just don't see it. And it's not like this place is crawling with black people. No, but you know, <clears throat> it's um, how do I say? It's not like it's more immigrants, you know. It, then we're talking about people from India, Turkey. Pakistan, um, Africa, uh, you know, it's, it's not just the regular African we're talking about when we, when we say those things. I know, but what I'm saying is, is in general, when I, <clears throat> you know, when I hear people talk about how in general there's too much immigration here and they fear that the Norwegian culture is being wiped out, I don't see it. Yeah, wouldn't Everybody um, I see is, you know, I, I just don't see any wearing down of the Norwegian culture. You know, people are still eating that horrible mackerel and tomatoes. They're still having tacos every Friday. You know, they're still... Well, uh, if you want to go there, tacos is not a Norwegian... That is certainly food. a Nor Do you know I read the other day? You mm. know where the most tacos are eaten outside of Latin America? Mm, Norway. Norway. Yeah, well, a tiny little nation of five million people. Mm. So yeah. that is definitely a Norwegian tradition. Well, it has become 
And there, but it's there goes not. there goes another yeah. little aspect of mm-hmm. my point. People choose what parts of culture changes they want to resist yeah. and which ones they want to embrace. If you ask if you ask somebody, yes, yeah, is, is Taco Friday a Norwegian part of the Norwegian culture? They'll answer, well, of course it is. Heck yeah. Um, same depends thing with, on same thing with pizza. Those, of course, yeah. And and, and depends and on who you that. ask and, and, and you, what you, age. But you get group. my point. You get my point. They will embrace yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they at least will be indifferent. Yeah, but see, that's not. That is not. Um, where, where is this influx of culture that is wiping out the Norwegian culture? What is it? And I don't want to say because there's more brown faces. What are those brown faces doing that is wiping away the Norwegian culture? Because I don't see it. Well, I I don't know what they mean about wiping out the Norwegian culture. I don't think that happens. What I do <laughs> notice... Nor- Norway seems very Norwegian to me. Yeah, but listen, what I do see is the change in, in our language, for instance. Uh, the language that um, the teenager now speaks, you can hear the influence of immigrants in their language. Um, <laughs> and especially if you live in an area where there are mostly immigrants, because there are uh, places like that right here in town, you know. We know all about that. And um, it influences the way. Uh, yeah, but is that talk. a bad thing? Language develops. Listen it, to, it does to the develop, but I don't, I don't think I like it, though. from the 30s and 40s, and then yeah. listen to how people speak today in the United States. Uh, absolutely. Big, it's, yeah, it's different. It's a different, yes, it's a, it is. It's a development. Yes. And the same thing is happening in Norway, and why should that be such a bad thing? It's still Norwegian. Yeah, because it's, it's Norwegian wrong with grammar. Nuances. Yeah, but it's wrong <sighs> grammar. And, and, it's wrong uh, grammar. Yeah, well, I'm not living in the States, am I? <laughs> am I? So. <laughs> so what? Did you start to say F something? <laughs> oh, my. No. What is what's that? I'm going to have to. You know, when I post my podcast, I have to click if it's appropriate for children or not. I hope you know that. I didn't say anything, man. Oh, you insinuated. You, it's a, it's that's, a, that's your it's filthy barely, head. Barely under the surface. Your filthy head. And imagination. It's your fault for um, wearing them shorts. Mm-hmm. Anyway. See, what were you talking about now? Uh, no, language yeah, and, and, and immigrants think, and, and all that. And of course that. the language yeah. has changed. I hear it in kids. I've, I've been yeah. here less than 20 years. Yeah. And I can hear that they speak different, the mm. kids do. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of that is, is, of course, because of some of the immigrant environments, but it's also because of radio and TV. Yeah. And and that's, just, I don't know. It seems like pe- some people put a lot of effort into resisting that, but it's just the way society moves along it's the way society develops mm. you know what i think here's a here's a big thing we we talk about this every now and then at work quite often um and um and you and i talked about it several times um what i do think um kind of messes up the um, the what do you say when people get integrated or whatever? Integration. And yeah, um, I think what messes that up mostly here in Norway is our system. When there's um, when there's a refugee or or, or um, somebody moving to Norway from from like a, a totally different um, area of the world. Um, Middle East, for example. Yeah, Middle East. Or, uh, you know, I guess it's different between immigrant and a refugee. But let's take a refugee. When they come to Norway, they have to go through this uh, class thing. You know, they have to go uh, to learn Norwegian uh, for so so they have many... They go through social studies classes, right. things like that. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, and, and <clears throat> And and that that's good, but if they have a chance to get a job instead, where they actually learn Norwegian uh, at the at the when they're working, I think that might be the better thing to do because 
what happens when they are uh, in this class? Well, they have to live, so they get the government pays them, give them money, of course, to uh, give them a house and and money for food and clothes and all that stuff. Um, and 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 then um, <laughs> when they're done with this uh, with this school. Uh, and they're going to start getting a job. It is hard for them to get a job. Um, but what I see is that... <sighs> from what I've seen is that when they come to Norway, the first thing they think of is they need a job. They need to, to get out in the society and work and, and get to know people and know the language and so on. And, and that eagerness, in a way gets kind of shut down because they have to go to this class. Uh, how about how about doing both things? Is that I possible? I hear you, but I totally and, and enthusiastically disagree with you. Really? I don't think... I think there is a, a percent of a percent of people who come here as refugees <clears throat> who lose motivation while they're trying to learn the language and learn about the culture. Most of them are head over heels excited about the new opportunity and they are aware before they even get here of the facts that they have to take classes they know that already and they see that as part of their journey to starting a new life see i think i think a lot of people just brush away that sense of excitement and urgency that these refugees have to be starting over. They're, you have to, you have to, and I, I know it's very difficult for a privileged Norwegian to put themselves in the shoes of a refugee, but I ask that you, you privileged Norwegian, mm. put your shoes, put, put your shoes, put your feet, put, what am I saying? <laughs> put yourself in the shoes <laughs> of these oh, refugees yeah. who are coming here. What are they leaving? They are leaving death, they're leaving war. They're leaving disease. They're leaving, they're leaving shattered lives. And I think you guys under, uh, underestimate or, or you guys don't, don't get a sense of their genuine appreciation and enthusiasm to start over and I, fix well, their lives. Well, I have worked with refugees, so I, I've seen uh, some of that. And um, I must admit, I didn't really... S I s in the women, I didn't see that much um, uh, enthusiasm. I saw it in some. In the men, I saw it. But the sad thing is, is that it is so difficult for them to get a job. And... And, uh, and, and why is that? <laughs> that's because they got the wrong last name. Exactly. And that is extremely wrong so why is there almost no talk uh and you'll you'll run into an, an a radio uh host who will talk about it you run into newspaper articles that'll address it but the people in the street when i have this discussion with with other people in the street why are they so reluctant uh, to to admit the norwegian society not the norwegian system but the society's part in making things difficult for people who come to this country. You know, it is the society, it is the man or woman who's sitting behind that desk who sees that application and throws it away. That's true. That's true. That has nothing yeah. to do with the immigrant no, or the refugee no. themselves, and it has nothing to do with the Norwegian system. That's true. You know, the things that are that are demanded of, of immigrants and refugees. It has nothing to do with that. That is down to... I don't know, xenophobia, it's down to racism, and those are societal issues, not mm -hmm. system issues. It becomes systematic or systemic yeah. when those uh, individuals come into positions of power within the system. Then you have well, systematic yeah. xenophobia but, uh, or systemic uh, racism. But do you think that it could be um, uh, that those kind of lock in together uh, when people uh, see that um if if uh, there's people that's been living here uh in Norway and I'm not just t talking about refugees I'm talking about 
a family reunion and and uh, people marrying their when you cousin. say family reunion you're talking about an immigrant who has uh who has residency here who then brings a family member that that marries his cousin and bring it over here yes and um and uh that, yeah, that that's no, not no, no, family no, reunion sure it is if you're speaking about family reunion under the laws of immigration and refugees Family reunion is if I immigrate to to Zanzibar <laughs> and I want my family to come over, you and these two maniac children of ours, and you guys come over, that's family reunification. Now, within that, yes, there are some people who who get into that, uh, you know, marrying a, a, a second cousin or something. Yes, that does happen, but that in itself is not the definition of family reunification when it comes to immigration. That, go, that goes under underneath uh, the family reunion because yes, it does, John. You, when you came here, that was family reunion. You were yes. my husband. And I'm saying that in see, I'm just clarifying because you said when I said when you say family reunion, what do you mean? And you say yeah, when someone brings their cousin and marries them. Yes, that happens, but that is not the definition of family no, reunification. That was an example. I wanted you to say that. Oh, okay. oh you aggressive goodness. little thing. Oh, I'm sure everybody understood what I meant except you. Do you guys see, see how tired you are? No, 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 tired? no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, now I lost my train of thought. Let me help you. You were talking about, about how the... correct I was when I said... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you're talking about family yeah, reunification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Was that again? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so anyway, so to come here, uh, very often a woman, and um, uh, they don't learn Norwegian. They move to the area of the city where there's mostly just immigrants, mm-hmm. yep. and they don't learn the Norwegian language. That happens. Yeah, it happens a lot, and uh, and then because they get by, and then. And then the thing is, is that they get their their uh, check from the government in the mail every month, and and uh, and I guess that's what. And then the yeah, and then the kids grows up, and 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 they don't hardly know Norwegian by the time they start in school. But the picture and all you're that, painting is not the norm. The picture you're painting is the exception. Is it really? That? Oh, come on. Do you really believe? No, no, no. Do you it's re- not. No, I, I, if you take the whole, every, yes. all of them and do the percentage. Of course, yes. there are some people yes. that walk the path but, that you describe. But, but that we is not lived the norm. in that area. We used to live at that area. I went to the parents' meeting at them schools. I was shocked because um, the few women that was sitting there they could not understand what the teacher was talking about the men that was sitting there why does that area exist the men that was sitting why there why does that area exist on. where those hold kind on. of people are living they understood norwegian so so and then so so, so you know i've i've seen it and i i um, and this is what us norwegians are thinking and and seeing and wondering why yeah, but, you know, do you and know why? but do you know why? Well, you... Come on now. Say it, girl. You know, you tell me. Tell me why. It's like I've been telling you for years. Neighborhoods or areas like that exist where there's a high concentration of foreigners who... Um, who just aren't quite integrated. They aren't quite making it. The, you know, low unemployment... Uh, I guess it'd be more proper to say high unemployment rates, especially among the women. Those places exist because the Norwegian society and system to a certain extent corrals them into those places. Why does any ghetto exist? Those people aren't choosing. They are not actively saying, I don't want to fit in. I don't want to be successful. I don't want to learn the language. I want to feel like I'm outside of the rest of this city or society. They don't choose that. They don't say that that's what they So want. who makes them? Who makes them? Um, you know good and well <clears throat> the things that I've seen. Uh, 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 the way some people have treated me and the obstacles that I've met. Mm-hmm. 
And I've met those obstacles and I've won. I've come out on top only <clears throat> because I have the background that I have. Now, you take somebody else who comes here, okay? They don't have a Norwegian wife, okay? They come from a non-Western culture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They have some kind of mental trauma, PTSD, if you will, that they've gone through. They're the wrong skin color, and they're from the wrong country. And then they get met with that thing where you said yourself, they'll just take that application and put it to the bottom of the pile because they have the last name. Or they'll meet that aggressive uh, uh, cash-out uh, person at the grocery store who yells at them because they don't speak perfect Norwegian. And how many, no, no, no. And how many times... Can a person be met with that when you have an untold amount of baggage in the form of PTSD and, and, and issues, challenges, lack of resources? How often resources? How often can you be met with that before it breaks you down and but, you get bitter and you get tired and you can't and you and you just you just can't function at an optimal level and you are condemned, condemned. To a generation or two or three or five of struggle. Well, I need to, this thing is uh, tipping over. But no, I don't think that these, uh, all these women that uh, lives up in that uh, area, uh, that all of them have PTSD. I didn't say that. They I don't come that. From, from that. that. They come from, from countries that, that does not have a... Active I didn't war. say that. And well, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't say they all do. Yeah. Well, I you said, said how many, many of, of them. them. Yes, in many, yeah. that's the truth. So then, then, um, uh, and I bet you anything that a lot of them hasn't hasn't even applied uh, for a job because they don't need to. And and that area that I'm talk that we're talking about here in town was not built for foreigners. It was built um, because it was a housing uh, lack of housing in the '60s and early '70s. Yeah, so they built all those high-rise buildings, yes. right? So, so why is it the way it is today? Because, of course, because it's cheap there. It's cheaper to buy an apartment up exactly. there exactly um, and who has the least amount of money in this society well there's always there's also i one of my uh, oh, neighbors out there lived up there cry me a river where's your violin please come on no of really? course there's of course if you have only one income you have to live up there <laughs> yeah my goodness, we lived there for a in while, too. In the greater scope of things, in the greater scope of things, who has, and just answer it straightforward, <laughs> who has the least uh, uh, economic, um, the smallest economic base in this country? Who are those people? They are, of course, immigrants. Duh. <laughs> Yeah, but why, yeah, but why do you have to try and twist and say, no. well, I know a friend, I know my friend, uh, Inga, who, 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 and she's a single mother, and she's been struggling. You know, of course. Of course. Of course there's those people out there. But they have resources. Um, they have resources. They have support system. They have an understanding. In a, the, the system and the people who work within that system have an understanding with them. And all of those other things that these immigrants do not have. Do you remember when I went to, uh, um, and here, here's a good example, and you can't distance yourself from this. I, I think maybe you're just trying to argue with me just to make the podcast no, episode exciting. No, no, but no, no, no. Do you no, remember no, no. when I went yeah, to Yeah, I remember to, that, but yeah. that was up north. We're talking down here now. Up yeah. north, they were, that was just different. <laughs> it was. You got to admit that. Um, but how about this? Uh, and this is the thing that it seems like for us, uh, what do you call us? Xenophobic and Norwegians, right? Mm -hmm. This is what it looks like to us, okay? So, it looks like... <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> it looks like uh, there's no... <laughs> a demand 
to a lot of um, to a lot of uh, immigrants. The system here doesn't demand anything, um, and just to to to, to um, make sure that you understand that there's. I also believe that that goes for um, a lot of Norwegians that. Uh, well, they just uh, they just want uh, hand me outs, and they don't want, really want to do anything about it. Well, that's we one of see the downsides of having a solid social uh, right. system to it back is, people up. Yeah, Absolutely. and and that's There's where I see going to abuse it. Yeah, and that is where I say the system is failing. How about, for instance, um, so we lived up there, okay, and uh, and we moved. We didn't people, by the way. Well, our kids went to the to the same yeah. school, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we moved from down here where we live now uh, up there because it was cheaper. Yeah, and the, and the housing market let us the there. housing it was market a good, a good exactly. investment because of the low prices. Exactly, absolutely. So, um, see now, you, what was I going to say? You interrupted me again. Hmm. Stop that shaky argument, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and the thing is, when we lived down here, um, we had to pay uh, SFO for two kids. SFO and, is the after school. Oh, yeah, and, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, before school and after school care for ki- for little kids. Right. Up until third grade? No. When they, start, when they start fourth grade, there fourth is grade, nothing yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we had to pay that. That's quite a bit of money each month. Yeah, that was expensive. Uh, it was. And and then, of course, uh, we had to rush home from work and all this stuff and the other. Anyway, I started working nighttime um, at that point. And then uh, we moved up there. And uh, guess what happens up there? Well, there's free SFO. There's free daycare. Yeah, but see, now here comes and another typical Norwegian thing. No, listen. Why would that be a problem? Sh- I'm talking. Oh yes, ma'am. Don't don't cut <laughs> and, me. Sh- don't cut and then, me. And the thing is, <laughs> stop that. And the thing is, is that, hmm. I wonder if uh, okay. I, I get it. It's important that the kids learn Norwegian, so they should be going to a, a, a daycare and, uh, and learn Norwegian. However, they need to go to a daycare where they speak Norwegian. That I don't know anything about that if that happens up there, but I just listened to. I walked by a daycare today when I was walking, oh. uh, out walking, and I heard the the uh, the adult there say, "You have to speak Norwegian here." Okay, you and? know, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I wonder if there was no free daycare, uh, or at least there was no free SFO. Would that push? Uh, some of the women out to work maybe like twice a week um, uh, would that push them more out in the society no in a way? because if there was no free daycare and, or SFO or the after school and the before school care for kids if that wasn't free where the parents could take the kids there that's Maybe that is exactly what is freeing up some of these women to be able to take a part-time job somewhere. But they're because not their working. Kids, yeah, but you're, you're, you're speaking as if none of them are working, and that's not the case. Most of them are not. That's not the case. It is. You're looking at one neighborhood. Yes. That's, that's one. The, that's the neighborhood I'm talking about right now. <sighs> yes, I'm talking about that neighborhood. Okay, so because you want to spite the women that choose not to work, you want to take away the the SFO or the after school thing so well, that their kids don't get okay, more exposure but how about to this? Le- listen to me so that no. their kids don't get more exposure to learning Norwegian. So why why would um, why wouldn't we get free SFO when living down here? We would need it because we were working our butts off. No, we wouldn't be living down here. We would have a different life situation. My point is, is you're doing what a lot of Norwegians do. I don't care if you get mad at me either, where you guys, you see what an immigrant or a refugee is getting. You're like, well, my goodness, they're getting so much and they're just abusing it. And you don't look at the nuances of the situation, you know. So what if they're getting this, that and the other? How is that hurting you? It is an attempt to help the society and in the sense that 
uh, it puts those kids with more exposure to Norwegian-speaking adults and Norwegian-speaking kids. It's a good thing. Now, the downside of that is, as you say, some, well, I say some, you say all, some of these mothers are not working. And that hinders their adjustment and integration. But for those kids to have that SFO, that, that, that free, that con, more contact in a Norwegian speaking environment with teachers, or at least with adults, some of them aren't, aren't teachers, but with adults and, and Norwegian children, how is that a bad thing? And if you took that away, or if you made it not free, how is that going to encourage or allow more immigrant kids to have more Norwegian contact? Please don't get into politics, Snoopy. <laughs> well, uh, I'm kind of thinking about. I see what you're saying, and I guess that's I a good th- point. I think it um, is a good point. It's it's. You guys have this thing, and I don't think it's. You know, you're not a mean spirit. Well, don't okay, go there. No, you're not. A, you're not a mean spirited person. And I don't think the Norwegian society is inherently mean spirited. But there is a certain callousness and lack of understanding for the situation of you guys' new countrymen. Yeah, you guys are I, so I guess, quick. Yeah. It's almost like you guys are waiting to pounce and, and, and pounce on something that you interpret as abuse of the system. Yes, because we see our system is funded on trust. <laughs> the, no, it is. It is seriously. No, All of you people no, who want to no, no, hire a quiet, carpenter and quiet. pay them under the table. Yeah, be quiet now. How's that for no, trust? Listen, listen. Our system is funded on trust. The the government trusts us that we don't go and pretend to be sick and get money. They trust us if we say we are sick, we really are sick, you know, and then we'll mm-hmm. get help. Uh, they trust us that that um, that we don't abuse the system, okay? Oh. And the sad thing is, and this has been proven time after time, that there are immigrants, and and I'm not talking about just immigrants from from uh, Pakistan from country, and yeah. Africa. I'm talking about immigrants from former um, Soviet Union. Um, and Norwegians, of course, are abusing the system. And I think that um, those cases that we hear about, and I, and of yes, uh, the cases we hear about when there's when there's immigrants that are abusing the system, is um, not good for the immigrants in general. And. Um, and we don't like to see that being abused. Of course, yes, when it comes to paying taxes, a lot of people cheat on the taxes. Exactly. And but it's see, here's wrong. The thing. But however, no, hold on now. Um, I wonder if we would have cheated so much on our taxes if, if um, we could see that the system was working a little better. I don't know. And the know. immigrant says, oh, I, I, I wouldn't cheat on uh, getting my uh, monthly social payments if these Norwegians would just give me a shot. That's true. Do you see what I'm saying? I see but, what but, you're but, saying. Yeah, but, but see, you'll say what you said in, in favor of the Norwegians, but you won't say that for the immigrants. Oh, And when I say you, I mean Norwegians. In other words, uh, something comes up in the news about uh, a, a um an immigrant or a refugee who got caught abusing the system, mm-hmm. getting money that they shouldn't be getting. And, and then people act as if all immigrants have to answer for that. Close the borders. Don't let anyone else in. See what happens, you know? And yet you'll hear a case where, or you'll know, who cares about hearing a case? You'll have a neighbor, you'll have a friend or family member who you know is out there, uh, you know, um, hiring carpenters to do work around their house and they're just paying them under the table but that's okay and not all Norwegians have to answer for that and there's the difference uh, I think Norwegians really do have to answer for that because you think that but you know what I'm saying is correct that in general yeah. for the most yes. part 
Norwegians don't feel like they have to answer for what their neighbor is doing to cheat. And yet that same person will act as if all immigrants, like I have something to do with mm -hmm. the Pakistani or the Somali or the whoever who did this, that, or the other. They'll look at me sideways. Yeah. But they won't look at you sideways because their neighbor cheated it. on their taxes. Yeah. You got some good points there. Oh, my goodness. What? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I think the microphone <laughs> faded out. What did you say? Was I something about good points? <laughs> Maybe you should be a politician. No, I could never be a politician. Why you know, not? I, you are very good at arguments and, and debates. You are. I think and I and am. you interrupt me, so I kind of lose the way I was going to say. And if you do that, you know, then I'm sure a lot of politicians would forget what they were supposed to say because you... No, I just them. think about these things and I have very, very... I think my opinions on these issues are very well thought out there's a foundation mm -hmm. on them yeah. i'm not just throwing out bs well neither and, am i i've been no, thinking no, about no. it too yeah. but see and and uh but here's the i guess here's one of the things that might be um something for norwegians to think about is that when we have discussions, like I said, we discuss this at work. Well, who do I discuss this with? Other Norwegians, mm -hmm. right? So we don't we don't get that um, the other arguments and the other sides. You guys spend a lot of time just confirming each other's opinions. Exactly. Yeah. We don't get all the other different meanings and 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 views of of uh, a case. Well, like yeah. like you and I are doing now. Yeah. Right, uh, and and you know you you hear you see that I'm yeah oh gosh you're right you know, uh, hmm even though we've been been talking about this for so many years, mm. you know yeah, yeah you yeah. made me think a little bit different now, you know. Such I'm still a, such, saying that such, uh, is the, such is the power of my wisdom. Yeah, but ah, I still ah, 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 ah. oh gosh, but I still say that uh, the the. Um, Learning the language. Oh, that's optimal. You've got to do that. you got to do that. Because if you don't... And not just yeah. you. In other words, not just the individual, but the, it has to be a family thing. Absolutely. The husband, the wife, and the kids, they've yep. got to know it. Yeah. If you want to make it, if you want your foot in the door, if you want to be able to kick in the door, if they're not going to let you put your foot in the door, you've got to have the language skills. I wouldn't be half of the, the person I am now success-wise or experience-wise in this country if it wasn't for my language skills. We wouldn't be living here if you couldn't learn Norwegian. Remember I told you that? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, I cut off all that foolish talk. I learned very quickly. You learned it, like, super quick, and that was just amazing. So, um, yeah, and I think that because we Norwegians, we are used to, um, you know, it's it's changing now, okay? It has changed, but take people our age, though. Uh, whenever the few times we met um, an immigrant, or uh, it seems like they don't really speak Norwegian, you know? So that is... Um, we shouldn't we shouldn't think that nobody speaks Norwegian just because they're brown. That is wrong. That is very wrong. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people do. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but I think time. that also the immigrants has I think the immigrants has the the um, responsibility. Of course they uh, do. The of sole responsibility of learning that, and I think also they have the sole responsibility of learning the system, the laws, and the culture in Norway, and learn about that. Um, and, and yes, they go to these classes and so on, um, but you, you went to a class like that. What did they For really two learn? Days, yeah, nothing, what did they really nothing. learn? Exactly. And that, again, <clears throat> brings back to the system. How can they do that? I mean, I was yeah, but uh, helping immigrants. Guys, yeah, but why don't you Norwegians put your frustration and your anger 
and your accusations where it belongs instead of on the immigrant and and on the the refugee. Put it on the system and make your politicians make some meaningful and long-lasting changes. You guys' frustration is so misdirected. And it is. And, you know, we are so well um, trained in Norway. The Norwegians are trained um, to think, to believe that um, we should be thankful for what the government is doing for us. Uh, we should be thankful for living in such a uh, nice country, such a safe country, such a rich country. Uh, I don't think and it's we very sh- safe here. Listen, and we should not complain, and the government is always doing um, good things for the citizens. I don't think right? it's very and safe we, here. But hold on. So the thing is, is that we sit and complain around the kitchen table or we don't walk out in the streets because that is not where we are too well raised to speak up loud and, 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 and uh, demonstrate out in the, in the streets for things mm. we don't uh, like. Yeah. Some people are doing it, but not very many. Look at France. You know, when the, gas, the, uh, when the gas prices goes up. I don't think there's any country in the whole world that has higher gas prices than we have, you know. And and in France, they burned the city down because of that. Uh, So Norwegians are very, uh, like, yeah, well well trained, basically, with that. Uh, And and it's... um, I think it ha- it's kind of a propaganda thing that we have been fed into our heads since we were little, uh, and we believe it. Yeah. And, and uh, even though, like with me now, I sit there, I'm saying all this, I've said f- for years, for the last 30 years, I've said there's a ton of corruption in this country. People laughing at me, it's coming out. The last 10 years has been coming out, more and more corruption. But the thing is, is what do we do about it? Nothing. You guys don't know what corruption is. No, but well, there is corruption here, and and we are patting our shoulders that we don't have any corruption. We've been doing that for s- centuries yeah. or, or decades, and 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 uh, and now they, I don't know, last ten, fifteen years or something, they they realized, oh my gosh, there's a corruption here. So I don't know. I think. Um, what do I say? I, th- I think we have been, uh, this has been fed into our brain. I remember when I was in, uh, started school, in the buses, um, there was posters, because mm. we, we need to, to learn how to eat, right? So it was a, a, a picture of a, a milk carton, and there was a plus sign, and there was a picture of uh, a, a loaf of bread. Oh. And and there was the equal sign, and it said, uh, "Sunt healthy," right? Yeah. And that is what we were raised with. So everybody was eating bread uh, three di- three times a day, and drinking milk three times a day, and eating a little bit of dinner, you know. And and that was the Norwegian way of eating, because that's what we were told from the government. That's the healthy way. And 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 that is the way I think with a lot of things. Uh, the reason why we are not so much out in the streets now. I think there is about to be a change when you see the the kids growing up now, the teenagers. They're speaking out a little more, and yeah, I think there might be a change in in that. You know why I would be a good politician. Because I'm, as I found out for the last fifteen minutes of hearing you babble on, I'm real. I'm a real good listener. I think the people would appreciate that. That you good listener. I'm a good listener. <laughs> so you think I just rambled? Oh, Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a boring podcast. Just me rambling, huh? You're not even going to no, post this, are no, you? No, you're not. No, I'm going to post it. <clears throat> it's, actually, this has been a good, except for your sexual innuendo at the beginning. This has been a, a I didn't, really good I didn't, podcast. I just had an ice cream. You're well, now you do, say that, but the listeners you, didn't know that. 
you, you just well, you got to fill the mind, John. Is it is it the language barrier or something? You can't say things like that. They're going to oh, assume gosh. things. Maybe. Hey, listen. You think I should be a politician? Yes, I do think so. What party? Left or right? Doesn't matter to name the party because nobody outside of Norway knows them. But do you think I should be left but or, see, or right? But see, that doesn't or... matter in Norway, really, does it? I don't think so. <laughs> because that was my point. That yeah, I don't think it matters. It doesn't really matter because, and that's another stupid thing here. Um, you know, you have you have the uh, a party that is halfway right, um, or let's say uh, a party that's kind of left that uh. wins. Okay. And what do they do in order because they don't have enough uh, voters? So what do they do? Well, they bring in a party that's kind of right. Yeah, yeah. But that only has like three, four percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, they're all the same. Yeah. So I don't think I could be a politician. Um, I think I would lose. I would lose friends. You know, I have always dreamed about having this one party. Do you want to hear about it? Oh boy, let's hear it, Snoopy. It's called D D P. And. That stands for? The Democratic Dictatorship Party. Oh, boy. And I <laughs> I would be in charge. Of course. Of course. I would listen to the people, and then I will make a decision. A, a dead lamb leg hanging in every kitchen <laughs> by order of the great Snoopy. <laughs> and I would order, uh, I would change the, the kids needs to go out and work. From the yeah. age of seven, <laughs> what like in the coal mines or what? What, you, what kind of work? No, they would have to to um, yeah. It would be allowed to work. They didn't have to work, but it would be allowed. Well, see, that's a big distinction that you yeah. have to say. Yeah, made to work or allowed to work. That's two different yeah, things. Yeah, well, and and but I I think I would make them work at school instead of hiring people to well, clean. Yeah, I think the kids could clean. That's what they do in Japan. The kids yeah, clean the schools. Yeah. Make them appreciate, you know, a clean house and, 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 and stuff like that. Respect the cleaning people. Right? Yeah. Uh, little things like that. And, of course, I, I, would, uh, I would squeeze in on, on um, paying people for doing nothing. If, if, uh, if you are um, not able... You're in a wheelchair, uh, and and you can't move your arms or whatever. Well, see, I, I would think that's make a bit you harsh. You should just say if they have ailments that keep them from being able to work. Okay, le legitimately. No, you don't have to no, be no. in a wheelchair. Phys phys well, okay, let's say that. Then there's always something you can do. Something. Pick up the phone. Make one phone call to a person who is uh, lonely. Well. You just put me in as your your uh, advisor, your consigliere, uh, so I can be in the background <laughs> and, and reel you in when you come with this craziness. Uh -huh. Oh, you're not in a wheelchair? It doesn't matter that you got your arms chopped off in a in a farming accident. You're not in a wheelchair. You can work. Mm. No, not that bad. That's no, what no, you no, said. no, 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 no. No, you'll. My point is, is that I think that. Yes, of course we can help people and, and keep the social um, system that we have. It's a good system, but it has some flaws. It can be done better. Yeah. It is. So anyway. Well. Go into politics, John. You think I should? I think you should. I get paid well. You know what? Eight Early years. Retirement. Eight years, and you got a full retirement. Well, I don't know eight, if it could last eight years. Eight, well, if you that's if you go get into the the um, yeah. you know that train ride in limit. Oslo every day would just drive me nuts. That's a nice train ride. <sighs> you can listen to your podcast and and would then I be just... doing a podcast if I was a politician? No. Hmm. Would I be doing a podcast if I was a politician? Sure, you would. Why not? You think so? Oh, yeah. I'm sure I could. Absolutely. Why not? I certainly would have access to some big-name guests, that's mm -hmm. for sure. No offense mm -hmm. to my guests so far. I've had some really... I tell you what, I have had some really interesting people. Yes, you have. I... And, and, and you no, just no joking. started. No, no joking. I, I have... I. Shout out to my guests. Thank you all for coming on. I, I've met some cool people. 
who have yeah. had some really interesting things to talk about. It is, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing that uh, those people want to talk with you, John. It is. It's 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 humble. You didn't it's humbling. Get, you, you didn't get what I said now, but uh, uh, whatever. No, I didn't yeah, get what no, you said. Yeah. I get it now. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little slow. It's just summer air. This summer air is making my brain humid. No, but uh, yeah, we've yeah. been at it for an hour and five minutes. Yeah, so I gotta go to work. You have to. I gotta get. Yeah, ready you're not to in work. a wheelchair. <laughs> go work. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's uh, this episode of Snoopy on the porch. Bye, everybody. I'm coming home. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home.